Welcome to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. I am B-Rob, and today is episode 25, Big Day, and I am joined by two great men, Alex Cantor and Michael Frank. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Hello, everybody. Michael, how are you? I'm surviving uh, much the opposite uh, as Alex. All right. Well, hopefully we can cheer you up over the course of this podcast. We have a fun podcast planned today here on the Pineapple Couch. Uh, remember, you can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Um, recently, our um, our podcast is now available in like a lot of countries in Africa and the Middle East. Just got an email about that, so maybe we're going to take over like a like the Egyptian airwaves. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Pyramids, we're coming for you. Yeah. So today we have a fun show. What we're going to do is because the Jordan Doc touched on the Dream Team, what we thought I thought would be fun is if we tried to create a modern Dream Team together of play, players of this era, and then we'll obviously dive into MJ, the episodes five and six of The Last Dance. We'll have a little conversation about the most underrated player ever, and then we're going to be talking some Westworld, and then later in the show, it will be the first edition of Pineapple Couch Trivia. Um, Alex and Michael will be going against good friends of the program, Mitch and Mark. So stay tuned for that. You are not going to want to miss it. And it's going to be a recurring segment here on the podcast. So modern day dream team. Was this easy or hard for you guys? How, how was the, How was this for you guys to like put this together? It was hard for me. I, I would say it was nearly impossible um, for me. I started and and you kind of hit the big names like really quickly, you know, and you kind of so you, yeah. so you run through the first, uh, you know, five to seven, and then mm-hmm. I really struggled in, in, in with like the last three spots. I I just I kept going back and forth with what you want on an Olympic team, and I kept going back and forth with chemistry. I was trying so hard to think of just what would be best for chemistry's sake. That's a good point because we saw in the MJ doc like how Isaiah didn't make the team probably for chemistry reasons. Um, so that's a good point, Mike. Alex, what do you? What was your thought process? My thought process was that really as long as you're selecting the top, uh, I I went more traditional. Like I, I kind of went through the top players and was like, okay, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, there were some chemistry things, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of these guys when it gets to like playing on a in a in a USA type style basketball, I have a feeling that a lot of this current stuff kind of goes out the window. Like I don't, I couldn't think of any Isaiah type beefs that would keep anybody off the team. So, yeah, um, to touch on that point you just made, the only the only possible thing is is like that you could compare it to in the modern era of the Isaiah thing is like maybe if Durant was healthy and more of like everyone loved him, he might be able to keep Westbrook off something like that. But I think that's water under the bridge for the most part with those two guys. So that wouldn't be a problem. Um, One thing that stood out to me before we just get into who's on the squad is the surprising lack of height Mm. of quality big men for the U S. So obviously there are some names we'll go through that are great, but it's, a lot of the best centers in the game right now are international players. So um, let's get it started. I'm going to give you guys my starting five. I think you guys will be the same, if not one player off. So my starting five for the modern-day dream team, you have Steph Curry at point guard. I'm running Kawhi Leonard at the two. I'm going to run KD and LeBron as my forwards, and I'm going to have Anthony Davis as my center. I think that that is an all-time, all-time team. That is just 
so fun to think about. What do you guys have for your starting five? Mine is exactly the same. Uh, yeah. Not to be uh, different, but uh, mine is exactly the same. So, yeah, the only thought, like, I I guess I thought about Harden, but then I was like, oh, Kawhi can totally play the two. That com- The combination of shooting and playmaking of those five players, it would be so fun if we could somehow get a time machine and send those five to play against, like, the Dream Team starting lineup because I think it would be a battle. Having KD, Kawhi, and LeBron on the same team is insane. So, um, yeah, that's why I think that's a no-brainer for the starting lineup. And let's go through, I guess, a couple. There's a few more locks to make the team, I think, and then we'll debate how we want to go from there. That sound good? Sounds good. Okay, so I think I'm going to give you two locks to start, three locks, actually, off the bench. I think James Harden is a lock to be on the team. I think Clay Thompson is a lock to be on the team. And I think Damian Lillard is a lock to be on the team. Thoughts? I, I would say the only one I would possibly contest is Lillard. Um, he was someone that I struggled with later down the line. Um, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with Clay um, and with James Harden. I actually, instead of in, in that Lillard spot, uh, I had a lock, someone who I don't personally love, someone who has brought me lots of pain, um, over the last decade, and that's Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Okay, see, I thought about, from terms of, like, a legacy standpoint, Chris Paul does make a lot of sense because he's been one of the biggest names of this era. I just kind of did is, I think Damian Lillard over the course of the past five years has been the second-best point guard in the NBA, so I'm going to give it to him there. Um, Alex, what about you? Talk, talk to us through your next couple picks for the team. So, I think for the most part, I have the same picks as you guys. I, I actually do side with Michael on this one. Not that not that I don't think that Lillard should be on the team, I guess is, is not necessarily my point, but it does feel as though in terms of USA basketball, most impactful players that are in the NBA right now, um, it does seem that Chris Paul deserves to be on that team. Um, the other lock that I have is Paul George as well. Mm, that's good. See, I don't have any. I think Chris Paul has a spot on the team. I just think we could probably get both Lillard and Paul because Lillard is so freakishly good. So where you guys raised a good point. Maybe he's not a lock, but in terms of if you're going to put any other guards in, though, I mean, it's CP3 or Dame. Like, sorry, Russell Westbrook. And also, sorry, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you see, I didn't even write him down. I, and, um, I, I was thinking about him. I was thinking about him. I just think it's tough because you're going to have so many people that w- might want the ball in clutch moments. And so you don't need another guy causing drama and and all of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so one thing I got to say as we keep doing this, there's 12 players on the Dream Team. So right now we've named the starting five plus Clay Harden, Paul George, Lillard, and Chris Paul. Correct? So that's 10. So we have two more spots left. I think the one thing we desperately need is size. So we got to put Carl Anthony Towns on the team. Yeah, I think I, I, that's what I was going to say as well. Um, I, I think that it has to be Cat. I mean, like, there are other big guys, but, like, the, none of them are as, as um, like, proven track records, I guess, is, is my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you look at the other big men available, it's just, like, who do you think you're, like, who goes through your head is like okay like brooke lopez maybe like 
it's hard. Jaron Jackson Jr. Is he ready for that? It's um, it's tough. So I mean, what what about what about someone if if we're looking pre injury? What about someone like uh, like Demarcus Cousins? If Demarcus Cousins wasn't didn't get hurt, he would one hundred percent be on this team. But that sadly, it might it might be it for Boogie. I named my freaking dog after him too, so I'm allowed to <laughs> talk the truth about it. I love him. Um, okay, so we got one more spot. And um, the players that I have written down as in contention for this spot are um, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, and then Zion Williamson. Because the Dream Team had Christian Leitner, the young, the young college. He was in college, then Zion's obviously a rookie. But I think you put Zion on the team. I think I would. I lo- and I love Jason Tatum so much, but I think you put Zion on because it's more size too. I had this entire, I had that whole thread written down. That I, my, I'm on the exact same page. If Leitner makes Fuck the yeah. team, we pull another kid from Duke. Zion has to make the team. Let me ask you this: Would I rather see Jason Tatum hit a couple mid-range jump shots, or would I prefer to see a, a backdoor screen KD on, I don't know, some guy from Croatia? LeBron has the ball. Zion's coming around, and just yaks on someone. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take that. And Mike, before you, because uh, I know you're not agreeing, and I like that, but I just want to say one more thing for Zion. What we really saw in the Jordan doc this w- last week was the effect of the Dream Team and how Jordan going global, like he was such a superstar, and it was such a great way to show off the basketball as like a product to the world, you know. And so for that reason that's why zion should be there because he's this young guy who's going to be the face of the league soon and i don't feel as bad leaving off tatum because tatum's going to be the starting small forward for this team in like five years when all those guys retire because you know like he's gonna have his time to be in that three maybe four spot mike you you go ahead i i like the zion pick i think it's a fine pick uh i just think I just don't don't think he's ready for something like this. Um, I think he would it would be great for him to be on the team for as for a publicity standpoint. Uh, first of all, I think second of all, I just don't think that he would actually be able to play. Like I I for some reason I have a a a no not not in that way. I mean like from a standpoint like team wise, doctor wise, I think that people would not oh, allow okay. him to play. I was going to say, like, you put uh, Zion against a bunch no. of guys from, like, Greece I think could, I think <laughs> besides Giannis. I think it's... he could yak on 99% of the competition. Yeah, okay. I just think that, and, and this is when I was going through it, I thought there's no way that they let him play. Like, he's, I, I would okay, just Okay, but we so... need to decide, we need to decide what the parameters are here. Because we already threw KD in, and we have no idea what he, what he can do. True. Right? And Clay. And Clay. True. And Clay. True. Um, I'm just I'm I'm approaching this being optimistic, I guess. But Mike has a good point of like Zion, the way he missed this team. I get that. I'm just kind of assuming h- that. How many minutes is he gonna play? Like, I, I mean, look, considering look, he's the twelfth man on all on our selections, I mean, I not a lot. He comes in, it gets let's let's call it eight points, three boards, four gets dunks. a couple lobs. Yeah. yeah. I just think seniority. Come on, like, Mike. S- seniority takes precedence like i i don't know like i so who's your guy um so initially i had uh the jason tatum spot um and i thought he'd he'd be the guy but i I don't know the more i thought about it i I was really just trying to come up with 
a big man. Um, and it's funny you said the name earlier. I, I this and it sounds ridiculous now saying it, uh, especially comparing him to Zion. Uh, but I did put on Brooke Lopez. <laughs> oh my gosh. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. I mean, here's the, the deal. Brooke Lopez Zion argument is here's a deal. crazy angle. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> Brooke Lopez is someone that provides just pure size. Pure size and pure <laughs> Zion the shooting. heaviest player in the NBA? No, I mean height. Pure height. Uh, it- incredible shooting ability. He knows how to play that uh, Olympic style of basketball. You know, that that is um, it's a lot more fluid. A lot more fluid. And I just think he would bring kind of some weird camaraderie to, to the to the team. <laughs> I don't know. The more I thought about it, the more I talked myself into Brooke Lopez hanging out on the end of the bench. And maybe Robin come, flies in and they hang out and kind of they're hanging they out. Harass some mascots? Yeah. Kind of maybe. And maybe. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, he's a perfect complement to a lot of these players that like to drive in the lane. He's not going to clog up the lane at all. Uh, and he'll combat Rudy Gobert in uh, those games against France. Yeah, because I'm really worried about Rudy Gobert in terms of standing in front just, of the U.S. getting a gold <laughs> cup with a gold medal. <laughs> I was like, just I can't sleep at night sometimes because I'm like, holy shit. Okay, well, Francis, I, I, Rudy I, Gobert. How dare you slight Rudy Gobert like that? Rudy uh, Gobert is in, in a public is. forum. Um, first of all, second of all, how hated is Rudy Gobert right now? Very. <laughs> so, wouldn't it be even worse if he put up 25 and 15 and, and they beat the U.S. Well, there's first no of all, that's way impossible. In, he's going to be guarded by Anthony Davis. Anthony like, Davis. Yeah. As much what, as I like what, Anthony are you going to tell me Brooke Lopez is better than Anthony <laughs> no. Davis now? <laughs> no, this is no. going off no. of the rails. No, no, he's not better than Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis can't play every single minute in the game. You know, maybe, maybe they stagger minutes. Maybe Anthony Davis, he his shoulders hurting or something. I don't know what he's doing. He needs to go back to the locker room, and who's going to fill like, in? Th- just think about all the Rookie names boy. we have said of how good these players are. It, it would be like if you're the coach of that team. In what fucking situation are you like? You know what we need to do? Brooke, come over here. You need to go. Okay, there. It's well, like no way. If, does... if Davis is foul trouble, you have um Carl Anthony Towns. You have a Zion. Okay. I like the Zag. I like the Zag. I appreciate it. It's made for great banter. But okay, the well, only Brooke time the only Lopez. time you would need a Lopez brother is if there's a mascot around and you pull Robin onto the team. That's the only situation. Does but to Brooke... circle this back to circle this back to seniority, right? I think that I'm bringing this all the way back because this is going to go off off the rails here. But to to bring this all the way back, I think over both Tatum and Zion, if you're going to add another guard, I think that Bradley Beal gets that last position for sure. I think yeah. currently right now, Bradley Beal is better than Jason Tatum. Second of all, if you're going to give that position to somebody who you might say we need a little bit more size, somebody a little bit more versatile, then that position would go to Draymond Green. Hell yeah. I love Draymond. Chemistry. Chemistry. You know that. Oh, my God. I, Draymond is friends with all those people. It's the same age as LeBron James. Maybe KD, but KB, KD hates everyone. 
I just am saying, who looks most like Christian Leitner? <laughs> Brooke Lopez. Tyler Hero. <laughs> okay, you got me there. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, moving on, um... I, I like I liked the end of that. Got a little off the rails, but you know we're having fun with it. Um, I agree. I like Be- Beal averaged thirty points a game last year, so that is a total sound argument. And it's funny that you said Beal over Tatum because I'm pretty sure they're lifelong like childhood friends. Like, isn't that true? Like Beal used to take Tatum to like drove him to high school because he's a couple years older. I'm pretty sure that's true, but nevertheless, let's move on. Send that MJ. one to the fact checker. <laughs> Send that one to the fact. Yeah, checker. we'll have the people who are behind the pineapple Send couch. Send that to we'll the stats department. <laughs> Uh, take care of it. Um, MJ, episodes five and six of The Last Dance. Um, we don't want to harp on it for too long because you guys obviously saw it too if you're going to listen to this segment. Um, I just want to go over like some of the main points and the takeaways you guys had from it before we move on. Um, the Dream Team, we obviously just talked about that, but just seeing the global impact of the Dream Team was unbelievable. The stories about the the game that happened and that no one really watched between the players on the dream team whereas magic and chuck talking shit to michael and then michael explodes and they basically win um what what were the standout moments for you guys i think the biggest standout moment for me is i left absolutely hot i was hot on what the role of sports media is sports media essentially I mean, there's a lot of different reasons, and I'm sure we'll get into whether it was the gambling or David Stern or Michael being exhausted or for whatever reason it was that pushes him out of the game this first time and potentially even in the second time too. But I think that sports media as a whole and the publicity standpoint was just horrible. Like you're watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, what is the what is their role? What is their job, right? Like there is a level of taking the facts of what the game is and pushing it out to the public. But some of these shots of what Michael Jordan's life is compared to what we think that his life is was the stuff that resonated with me the most. You know, when it was just him sitting in his hotel room compared to, you know, after they win the Eastern Conference game and they're all in the locker room and they're drinking Miller Lights, hanging out, and Michael says, oh, I got to go do press, walks out. You have 50 people there with microphones jammed in his face asking him if he's going to come back the following year. Um, so I'm not saying that sports media should not exist. That's not at all what I'm saying. But it really just got me thinking about what is the role of sports media? Like, is it Colin Coward just, you know, juicing up LeBron every single day or or somebody else hating on Kevin Durant every day? Like, I, I, I'm just curious you know, what you guys thought about that. Cause for me, like that was one of the, I mean, obviously the dream team stuff and, and all of that as well, but that was one of the things that kind of resonated with me a lot. I mean, they're clowns sports media. Like there's most of those people are fucking losers. Like that think that, that are going to like that have nothing. So they're going to, the way they treat Jordan, like a zoo animal pisses me off. And I like, this argument comes up has come up recently with like the coronavirus of like should reporters be allowed to go into locker rooms after the game and all that sort of stuff. I'm like fuck no. We'll you, they can go out to you like don't. I think that the sports media really overvalues itself. Like they think that they're like saving the world with some of these hit pieces and it's like this isn't this is basketball and they're all in the end what you have to remember is everyone's just trying to get clicks. So and back then it's the same stuff. I thought the I mean this just shows kind of how society has 
uh, matured in a way. The questions Michael Jordan is getting asked about gambling are fucking ridiculous. They're in. It's just like. I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of. I was just at a loss of words of how stupid they are, and it's just the way. I get why Michael left. They treated him like a zoo animal, and he's the greatest sports team athlete ever. And it's just wild to see how, because this this is what happens though with good teams and stuff. You make it, and then everyone wants to try and tear you down. The first year the Warriors were good. Most people liked them. And then as they kept doing it, everyone hated them. And so that's the same way with sports media. Like, we'll see this happen with Giannis. We'll see this happen with Luka. Right now they're in the young parts of their career when everyone loves them. And eventually there will be a hit piece of Luka can't deliver in the clutch. Giannis can't win in big games. Blah, 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 blah. Even though it's bullshit and they're great guys. This is just what happens. And sorry for rambling, but it just pisses me off. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I got to play devil's advocate just really quick on this. Uh, cause I, I think I agree for the most part, but at, at the same time, I mean, Michael became like maybe the biggest cultural phenomenon in the entire world, you know? And, and I think when someone like that exists, first of all, you have to cover it. And second of all, I'm sure that editors were getting sick and tired of the same old stories saying how incredible Michael was. And so, like, I, I understand and, and agree that they definitely treated him poorly and, and especially asking him just consistently, uh, you know, about the, the exact same questions because uh, that's clearly not helping anything. I do think that when someone like that exists um, and when deadlines have to be met, people just start trying to figure out what to write about, you know. And so they're asking whatever they need to ask in order to hopefully write a story um, to continue to be able to write stories you know I, I think that there is an element of that at play um of course it doesn't mean that they treated them well or they treated him well or that um they didn't make mistakes because they definitely did but there is an element of um ha- just having to cover this every single day because he's the biggest pull of fandom um and crowds in the entire world i see your point because it would, I mean, because like I, I mentioned, like it's all about clicks, so you can't write the same piece about how good Michael Jordan is every day. That That's a good point to make. Um, wh- last thing I have on um, the MJ episodes, I'm sure you guys have some other things, but last thing I had was um, the Suns-Bulls uh, finals is an, I feel like it should be remembered as an all-time series because watching those clips in The Last Dance, I actually went and rewatched some of the games on YouTube the past couple of days of just Chuck versus Jordan, like, it was just um, incredible basketball. And um, I feel like Barkley, obviously, everyone makes jokes of how he never won. And that series seemed closer than it was. Because, I mean, six games, you're like, oh, the Jordan does this. But, like, the Suns were in those games, and Charles Barkley was a superstar. So and that was cool to see. Yeah, well, I think we may even touch on Barkley when we get into the you know the other section of this podcast, which is going to oh, be yeah. you know partly who is such a who's <laughs> such an underrated player in the in the NBA. But I agree, like it's such a it's I mean it's it's so cool to watch that footage um, because I mean in our lifetimes we've only seen Charles Barkley as this guy on TNT, and you know for whatever opinion you have about him, some good, some not so good, but to see him um, in shape. And the way that he moves on a basketball court, 
um, is so reminiscent of some of the guys that you see today that are so incredibly athletic while still being able to be so large and skilled. Um, so it honestly was something that I had never really watched before. Like I had not seen that. I had not really like delved into what Charles Barkley was as an athlete. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, even the clip of Barkley saying like, this was the first time I didn't think I was the greatest basketball player on the planet. I thought was so cool. Like, I just absolutely loved that. Uh, The only other thing I had on the episodes was, uh, well, actually, I had two things. Number one, the Horace Grant hate (laughs) was, like, pretty hilarious, like, looking back on it, because he was so essential to those titles. Um, And it's, I mean, maybe it was him. I'm not sure. Uh, But I just... I mean, like I even wrote Horace Grant is a snitch in my notes. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it very much uh, like he was. And the second thing was Slim Booler. The oh, yeah. the like low uh low time like crime dude, gambling dude uh, that Jordan had some games with or something. That's just like an all time like low time criminal name. Like Slim Booler is a fantastic name. I would watch so much Slim Buller content if it was there. An iconic man. Um, Alex, did you have anything else on uh, this doc? Yeah, I have something. And this actually goes back to episode two, maybe. Um, So in the last couple of days, right, like Craig Hodges, also on those early late 80s Bulls teams, um, has been in sports media all over the place. He was interviewed on – on Bay Area Sports Radio today, basically talking about how he was pretty pissed off at Michael Jordan for talking about the hotel room incident um, as he was in the hotel room. And oh, he's yeah. really explaining like how you know it sucks to have to watch this documentary with my family and then explain, was I the guy doing the cocaine? Was I the guy with the women? Or was I the guy with the weed? Um, and it just got me thinking about how nowadays like the closest thing we may have got to that was D'Angelo Russell. Um, but I don't know. I, I was, I was, I was curious what you guys' thoughts were on that because I was thinking about it. I mean, like, I think that MJ doesn't really care at all. And like in, in Michael Jordan's mind, it's like, if you were doing something that was against winning, I have, I don't care at all about calling you out. Um, but you know, a lot of the commentary was like the NBA is such a fraternity that, um, even in a situation like this 30 years after the fact, like, is that something you would still keep to yourself? Okay, I have I have something on this. This is why I fucking love Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan's the greatest player ever. He does not give a fuck, and he still does not give a fuck. He admitted how much he hated Isaiah on the podcast, on the um, last episode. The way you could tell how pissed off he was at Scottie Pippen for having a migraine in the 1990 playoffs still to this day. And he didn't even try to hide it. That's why MJ's the GOAT. That's why I love him. Because he, it's, it's kind of like you said, Alex. Like he, he wants to win. And if you were doing something to not help that, fuck you. And another thing, Michael Jordan's like, who the fuck is Craig Hodges? <laughs> I'm Michael Jordan, man. Like, does anyone even know you were on that team? Like, did you have to tell your family you were on that team? Like, what is going on? Uh, MJ's the goat. That is hysterical. MJ is uh, the goat, man. I think that's. Oh, and also, I've been making this case. I've been um, making this case okay. recently. Last okay, thing I want to ahead. say is that I legitimately think that Michael Jordan invented swag. I think that the term oh, yeah. swag 
was invented because of Michael Jordan. Now, obviously, there were guys that, that had swag before Michael Jordan, but wow, his 90s swag. Wow. In- incredible. Incredible. Um, let's move on to uh, another topic here. Um, we got trivia coming up, so we might kind of speed through these next two, but we're going to make sure we give you give you the good stuff on them. I have been seeing a lot of interesting posts about older players because of this whole MJ documentary and comparing it to modern times. So this made me want to pose the question to you guys. Who is the most underrated player ever? So what we're going to do is um, one of you guys will start and then I'll finish um, and we'll each say who we think the most underrated player ever is. Give your pitch on it and then we'll just do it that way. So, uh, Michael, how about you start? Yeah, so uh, my pick, uh, I I went back about 60, uh, 70 years, um, and I picked uh, the Boston Celtic Sam Jones. So so Sam Jones uh, played in the NBA for about 12 years, uh, and he won titles in 10 of those years. He played with Bill Russell and Casey Jones. They were part of the, the Jones backcourt. Uh, here's a couple just fast facts that absolutely blew my mind. First one, uh, Red Auerbach, the uh, Celtics coach at the time, drafted Sam Jones in the first round, eighth pick, uh, without ever seeing him play. Basically, he just took a chance on him and said, this guy's, I think, going to be good. Um, second, he actually had a teaching job lined up, had a high school teaching job, uh, for after he graduated college and he went and he asked that teaching job if they could give him um, an extra $500 in, in payment and he would have taken that job and the school declined and so that's why he entered the NBA. Wow, talk about a backup plan. Yeah, so that's just another incredible story. Um, he's a 6'4 shooting guard. He His career high is 51 He's known for a bank shot, so he would bank shot everywhere around the court. Uh, five-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA second team. He's part of the 25th anniversary teams, 50th anniversary teams. Um, and he hit two massive game winners. So he was known for being incredibly clutch and for the bank shot. The first uh, game winner was in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals against uh, Wilt Chamberlain when he was at Philly. And literally Chamberlain's arm was outstretched. Um, and it was a game winner, I think, with like two seconds left. The and, and that was also game seven. So that was game seven, two seconds left, hit the game winner to go to the finals. Second game winner was game four of the finals against the Lakers uh, in 1969. Um, and he also hit a game winner right when it was kind of like Celtics-Lakers was everywhere. And that, that was really the only rivalry that mattered. Uh he averaged about 19 points a game in 154 playoff games in his Damn. uh his 12 years just incredible stuff also that yeah. that that second game winner bill russell drew that up um when he was a player coach and i guess that the ball was supposed to go to someone else and uh bill russell said like no like sam's got it like he's going to make this shot when he dropped the play this is all oral history but Incredible yeah, one stuff. of the OG short shooting guards. That's a that's a great pick, actually. Um, Alex, I'll throw it to you. Okay, so the player that like I'm gonna pitch meeting. The player that I'm gonna talk about is not the most adored player, nor is he the most likable player. He also has said things throughout his time post NBA career that are trash. So, 
Take that all with a grain. You're talking salt. about LeBron for a second. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm talking about a six nine power forward. Um, he played for almost twenty years. Anyone want to take a guess? Moses Malone. Nope. Well, you have half uh, that correct. Carl Malone. Carl. Oh, Carl. Carl Malone. All right. Hall of Famer. 14-time All-Star, 14-time All-MVP, or All-NBA, two-time MVP, two-time All-Star Game MVP, All-Rookie, four-time All-Defensive Team, um, never won a ring, and maybe we see some consistency over the the toughness of trying to be known as a as an all-time player without having a ring. Like, I think we see that with Barkley. Like we'll probably see that at the end of the day with a lot of the current NBA players that are playing now, uh, like Chris Paul currently Chris is Paul. a great yeah. example, right? Suck it, Chris Paul. But Carl Malone, right? Like, but between the time of basically eighty-seven all the way until ninety-seven, so for a ten-year stretch, he's basically averaging just sub thirty points a game. You know, like a 10-year stretch of averaging almost 30 points a game is something that we see only in the current NBA of really, really dominant scoring players. Not necessarily big-time power forwards that are playing below the rim. Um, I think that, yes, his off-the-court antics are just ridiculous. And I also think that there is this idea that when you leave the NBA, if you are not still close to the NBA you will get lost in the ether. Um, that's why guys like Bill Russell, still he's around. Barkley around. Shaq is around. So many of these players, I mean, even Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, they're still involved with the NBA. Shit, Danny Ainge is still around. Yeah. Right? Like, if you stay within the NBA um, organization, whether you're in GM role or you're like Magic, for example, right? Or you're just in sports media in some way, you tend to get remembered more fondly than than most other players, I yeah, think. You can, like help craft your legacy. Yeah, correct. I incredible think Paul point, Malone yeah. has completely left the NBA, and all you hear about him nowadays is like these negative things that he does every once in a while. So I think that leaves that bad taste in your mouth about his playing days. But I mean, if you put him right now in the NBA and like think about his stat line right now, and we're putting together our top dream team NBA, and we can't think of a big guy like Carl Malone might be the starter big guy on this team. Right, he would be. So, I, I think that that he's got lost in the abyss, but uh, absolutely dominant force for almost twenty years. Great picks by both of you. I'm impressed. Um, so the reason I brought this conversation up was, I've been seeing on Twitter and Instagram, I guess, so much hate about Larry Bird, just of people discrediting him and like. And a lot of it is a joke because Larry Bird literally looks like the whitest man of all time. I get that. But what I have found is there is a significant amount of people who don't think Larry Bird is, like, all that good or would be that good now. Larry Bird is a top five to seven player ever. He is one of – if you're putting together a basketball Mount Rushmore, he has a very good shot to make that. And he is one of the best – pure score shooters of all time who was also on all defensive teams he could rebound the fuck out of the basketball he would get bored and get a triple double shooting with his opposite hand if you don't think larry bird could come to the modern nba and be successful because you don't think he's athletic enough you're stupid you just haven't looked and watched it larry bird would average 30 points a game now 
Larry Bird is athletic. I know he looks like the whitest guy of all time, and it's easy to take digs at him. But you got to remember, like, that dude, like, the way Magic and Jordan talk about Larry Bird, the way all the legends talk about Larry Bird, that's what you need to listen to. That's who knows what they're talking about. So, yeah, the media might never mention really Larry Bird anymore, which makes no sense. But, I mean, Magic said that the only player he played against that was better than MJ was Bird. And um, I just, I don't know, it just kind of pissed me off when I saw all the Larry Bird hate. Um, I I just feel like it's obvious what I'm saying, right? Like, he's so good. But and, and clutch. Have you guys seen any of and this, clutch. am I just going crazy? Yeah. He's a winner, too. I mean, he, he won titles. Both sides of the ball. Yeah, so um, that's my rant on Larry Bird. Before we get into trivia, um, let's talk about Westworld. Um, season wrapped up. I got to say... I, it's just like this whole season now after watching it, it just feels like this was literally just like a reboot and nothing really mattered. Like they're just trying to make it a new show. And so it's like, like why the fuck was William there for this season? Like he didn't really have any role to play for the most part. Like when you think about Stubbs, like why was he there? Like, are they just keeping them around for later seasons? And it's just like, so now that they finally make Dolores this like main character, they're going to like we might not have her back it's just i don't know i thought there might be a better plan and i'm not opposed to like this show moving into an area as caleb is maybe the main character i think aaron paul has been great but it this this whole season it was just like kind of like what's the, like what's the point like i don't know i just kind of was like all right when they would like reveal stuff to me and just be like uh okay Yep, this is how it's going to happen. I mean, great soundtrack, though, I will say. That's a positive thing. The I really like the Pink Floyd in there, but um, I'll kick it to you, Alex. So, what'd you, what were your thoughts on it? I think that Mike's going to agree, so let's let's go to him first. I think he's probably on the same page <laughs> as you. I disagree, so we'll let Mike double down, and then I'll, and then I'll go. Uh, I'm, I, lo- I love it. I love I'm it. going to double down on what I said like in recent comments last week, last couple weeks. Like I just think it... And especially after the finale, everything feels so half-baked. Everyone, like, all these storylines, all these big ideas feel like nothing really ever got realized. And we're just all, okay, now there's just solutions that are in place. And, and yeah, like, so what was the point of Sorak? I, like, I know, yeah. like, I know there was a point to him, but, like, isn't it, it felt like the, like, middle episode of a season. I completely agree. Where it's like, okay, there's all this stuff to come after, and it's like, oh, I, that. I completely agree. Two years. I completely agree. I, I. I think that I give major credit to the action sequences between Maeve and Dolores. I thought were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene with Dolores taking out like 15 people in those like gun fights was really just beautiful the to watch. was amazing. Yeah. I, There's no problem. I with even that. see, and, and here's how I know, or here's why I think it was an issue. Like when I saw Marshawn Lynch show up, I was so excited and happy that it was a, just any sort of change of pace. And I thought he was, he's actually kind of good in this. Um, and I actually hope to see him more, but I agree with you, Brian. I was disappointed because I wanted there to be more. I really wanted there to I, be more. I was really hopeful too. Like on the last pod, I was like, I'm liking it. I'm letting them blow my mind. And this time I was just like, God damn. But uh, Alex, let's hear the zag. Cause I can't wait. Make me happier about this show. <clears throat> Okay, so I think that one of the coolest things 
in 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 this season we saw it a little bit in season two but i think that it became so much more real in season three is that you don't know as a viewer whether dolores is the savior or the villain the entire time and there are very few shows that run that line of every 15 minutes it changes right like you're trying to figure out what are her actual goals right like you initially think at the end of season two that she's going to go out into the world she's going to essentially try to kill every single person right but then you see this come all the way full circle where she's really saying to Maeve by the end of this and she's saying to Aaron Paul like what I'm trying to do here is free these people like the whole idea was that Westworld was this um, this controlled atmosphere, right? But by the end of it, you realize that the humans that were living in their existence were as equally controlled as the hosts ever were, right? Their story was also completely produced by people like Ciroc, right? He was the puppet master of a real world, just like Ford was in their world. And so by the end of it, like, yes, I think that Dolores will probably come back in some way, right? Like the creators at the end say that this version of Dolores is gone. Um, we see that Arnold or Bernard, excuse me, like we see that he has now learned something absolutely incredible about whatever the future might be looking like. And then the show has the audacity to kill off one of its main characters post credits. Which, what the fuck? Which is just That's insane. So stupid. But also the whole point of that the whole point that I thought was cool is they're basically saying they have the technology right now to do whatever they want at any time. And you have someone like um Hale, who is Dolores, but has now been able to override the software in her mind that is controlling her to be Dolores. Um so, yeah, I think that there w- wasn't as much character development as we saw in maybe previous seasons. Like one of the my favorite scenes of the entire thing was Bernard, a.k.a. Arnold, sitting with his wife talking about their son. Right. That was good. that was an awesome yeah. scene. Something totally reminiscent of the previous seasons. Um, but I think like this whole this whole season was about liberation. And at the end, like the the right for someone to choose their own destiny. Um and, and I really enjoyed it. And, and I think that as we see it moving forward, we're going to see like, okay, now that the human race has the ability to create what they want to create, like what do they do? And lastly, when you talk about shows that I think are potentially could be in our own future, like Westworld is basically making that commentary. Like what they're saying is probably already happening at a very high rate. Like, though we think that we have our own destiny, all of our data has been collected by people far smarter than we and far richer than we. Um, so I think that's also the point that they're trying to make is that, like, we think of that world as fantastical when it, it may not be as fantastical that we think. That's a great point. I, I like the I like that spin on it. Makes me a little happier about the series. Michael, did you have anything before we wrap up and get into trivia? No, that's it. Big props, though, to Alex. That, that was that was nice. That made me feel much better. About yeah, about the finale. Yeah, made me like they actually accomplished something. Like, that was actually. like really good. That was a great argument. Yeah, thank you. And that argument also did not include any of the CGI, which was just insane. So props to them. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack. Also, soundtrack was great too. Props to Marshawn Lynch, man. Comes out, catches the what was it like a grenade or something? Just great hands. Great hands. Dude, he was good. He was good. 
his fight scene was tough when you look at it. Um, for, oh, that was from earlier in the season. It yeah. Was, uh, if you slowed it down and looked at it, it was pretty tough. All right. Um, that's enough of that. Stay tuned. We're about to get into pineapple couch trivia. We have Alex and Michael taking on Mitch and Mark, and you're not going to want to miss it. We will be right back. Welcome to the Pineapple Couch Trivia. This is the first time we've ever done this here on the cast. We are very excited, and I am joined by some very special guests. We have Michael and Alex, who you heard just now. We were talking some basketball and other stuff. And we do. Now, for the first time, you hear him now. We got Mark Wassmer on the podcast. Mark does the music that we use in our little uh, in-between songs and outro. Mark, how you doing? I'm happy to be here, Brian. Great to have you here. And then a real treat, this next guy. One of my best friends in the entire universe. I think he, Mitch, are you in Milwaukee right now? Are you in Wisconsin or New York? Three different things that you just said. So uh, where are you? Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Me and Mark are yeah, at uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, we got two people in Wisconsin <laughs> during this podcast. What are the odds? Um, so I'm going to explain the rules to you guys really quick, mainly for the listeners too, so they'll know how this works. Um, so it's trivia. It's kind of like Family Feud. It's going to be 10 rounds. Each round, each team is going to get a question about the same topic. So it could be something like two basketball questions, two questions about the movie The Dark Knight. And so what will happen is the first team will get whoever starts will get their first question. They have 15 seconds. If they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, the other team has an opportunity to come in and get that point. So. Each question you get right is a point, and it's a race to 10. Uh, we're really excited to do this. Um, any last-second questions from you guys who are all flipping each other off in the, or doing whatever <laughs> in the Skype call? Um, any questions before we get going? Um, no. Mitch, you good? No. I mean, I, we'll let it play out. All right. That's kind of a weird <laughs> sure way to start it, but um, we'll, let's go. We are going to start now with office question so these round one is about the office the, Easy, long time, the american version um so the oh wait 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 american version i know that might be <laughs> tough for some people <laughs> um okay michael and alex you'll start which of angela's cats does dwight freeze okay well let's talk it out michael let's talk out about i think gato. i I, I think I have it. I think I have what it. What's that sound in the background? That's Kaylee doing some dishes. That's cheating. They're sabotaging. There's a third person. The second they got to our third person. Slamming Pam. All right, Michael. What is that? Okay, so do you, you know you have it or no? No, I don't have it. All right, I'm. Uh, I think it might be mittens. Incorrect. Mark or Mitch? Do you know the answer? Son of a Bitch. Uh, let me let me dive deep for a second. Damn it. Uh, it's either okay. It's, it's somewhere in my brain, but or, oh, it's either snowflake no, or princess. snowflake feels good, Mitch. It's either snowflake or princess. I don't remember which one it is, and it's really freaking digging at me. But final answer. I say snowflake. Snowflake. Incorrect. It was sprinkles. <laughs> I knew it was S, Mitch. I knew it was an S word, but I yeah. 
And okay, this one now we'll be on to Mark and Mitch. We'll get this question first. This is, I think, the toughest question in the entire podcast, maybe. But I don't know, but you might get it immediately. I don't know. What type of car does Dwight drive? What is the name of the car drive Dwight drives? It's a Pontiac, right? Pontiac, but uh, there's there's more words in it. Yeah. Can we get half points for getting Pontiac? We'll see. (laughs) I don't think so. I think so. I mean, I think. Is it a Pontiac Thunderbird? No. 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 You can't tell me no. Yeah, that was tough. That was first time (laughs) hosting trivia. (laughs) Okay. It's a a pointy one. It's a pointy one with a cool freaking. It's four for sure. Three. Mark. Two. I don't know. Spitfire. Pontiac Spitfire. Final answer. Lock it in. Incorrect. Alex and Michael to steal. Mike, you know it? Because I, I got it. <laughs> I definitely don't know it. It's a Pontiac. Oh, wait. <gasps> what about like Thunderbird? Is that something that's some... is that Didn't something? Just Thunderbird? They just said uh, Thunderbird. Seems really pop, <laughs> pop back into my head. I was thinking about it. All right. It's all you. I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, then I'm going to guess at least. I'm going to guess. You want to Five. Four. Pontiac GT7 squared. No. Pontiac Trans Am. Oh, it's a Trans Am, huh? I, um, that was on the, the boomers. The boomers listening to this podcast are pissed right now. That yeah. Um, wow. So through one round, we are tied at zero. <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. You said we got half points. No, I said no to the half points. You we're said not, we, can't, we can't start the podcast <laughs> trivia giving out half points on the first That's round. True. We got to yeah. put our foot down somewhere. We will revisit it if it. We'll just see. We're moving on. I'm sorry. I'm. A, that's how I am. I'm a brutal host. But maybe you'll make Mutiny. up for it this round. Um, round two. The category is NBA. The first question. Name three teams that have. Wait, who's never, answering the question? Who's answering? Michael the question? and Alex. Michael and Alex. Sorry. Oh, we're not doing a snake. We're not snaking. Not we're just snake. going back and forth. <laughs> not a snake. Okay. Yeah, I should have established that. Ridiculous. Uh, Name three teams that have never made the NBA Finals. There's more than three. So Clippers, number one. Um, I can't say anything. <laughs> Clippers, lock. That's one, for sure. Uh, have. Hmm. You get a little extra time on this one because you have to say three things. Globetrotters. Do, have, the, have the Suns made the Finals? Did Nash ever make the Finals, Alex? I'm pretty sure. Dude, I can't remember. The NBA guys, folks. What about like the what about like the fucking uh, Hornets or something? The Bobcats or the Hornets. Think about that. I think you're there. I think you're onto something. So maybe them? Hornets is our second answer. Hornets is our second answer. And uh No 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 no. No, wait. Bobcats. The... Bobcats, not Hornets, yeah. Bobcats. No, wait. Right. Bobcats and Hornets count as the same thing. You have ten seconds left. Dude, what about the have the Bucks ever made Ten, the finals? Nine. Before you, Kareem, before you eight, give me an answer. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Oh. two, one. Let's hear it. So I say we either go Trailblazers or Suns. What do you well, think? That wasn't an answer. Say one of them. Suns, Suns, Suns. Suns. Incorrect. Suns. <laughs> and have Mark. Have been talking about the Michael Jordan documentary? Like yeah, weeks that, now? Yeah, yeah the, the documentary isn't them it's, just naming teams that haven't made the finals. 
There's I'm, a whole battle with Charles Barkley in the finals on the Sun. Yeah, that was a tough look. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I must be drunk because for some reason in my mind I was like, "Man, that was the Eastern Conference Finals. Barkley coming out of the East." <laughs> okay, Mitch and Mark, oh, you have about 15 to 20 seconds. Three teams who have never made the NBA Finals. Wait, wait, wait. let's let's put a little uh, let's uh, call a little timeout here for you basketball guys out there. Uh, we're gonna call a quick timeout. Uh, are you saying which ones they got correct and what is no, the points no, allocation I'm not for giving, correct? You have to get all three <laughs> or nothing. And I'm not going to say anything what they said, what was right, what was wrong. Okay. Um, Are we resuming play? New Orleans, Pellet. Yes. Uh, Mitch, you're going to take lead on this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sit back and watch Daddy go to work. Right. Uh, do, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans count as... A team. They count as a team, yes. Okay. New Orleans Pelicans. Um, what was the one that you said the first time? The, the Clippers. Clippers. It's, oh, Clippers. Yeah. Boom. That's two. Uh, three is going to be, uh, I don't know, either like the Lakers or the Celtics. Um, okay. uh, nice one. Ten. I have one right. in case we can do- steal back. Eight. Can we double steal? No. Seven. Six. Uh, five. Four. Three. Two. One. Give me your final answer. Three teams. The spirit of St. Louis. So what are your three teams? Uh, Clippers. Um, Pelicans. And the Hornets Bobcat. That is correct. We you took NBA. Other options, you guys are unstoppable. Nuggets, T Wolves, and Grizzlies have also not made it. What an upset there, folks. All right, settle down, settle down, settle down. Through. All right, all right. You guys are starting now. It's your turn. It's your turn to start. The next question this is also NBA. You guys are going for an NBA sweep right now. Who has the most regular oh, yeah. season MVPs in NBA history? Oh, um, I feel like I just looked this up too. Because, so you know, trying to follow the doc, which uh, Michael Frank should have been doing for the podcast. But, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say it right now. I think me and Mark take over all the NBA sections of the podcast. All right, settle down, settle down. <laughs> I feel uh, good. Wait, I can tell you that. that. I don't feel good right now. Most regular season MVPs. You have 15 seconds. Uh, it's uh, uh, seven seconds. Don't do that. Five seconds. Don't do that. Internal clock. All right, know where the rim is. Um, Give me your final answer. Uh, the answer that I am oh my God. going to give you. Give an what answer. What are the rules here? What are the yeah. rules here? You got, you Forfeit. Got three, two, one. Forfeit. Say a name. Uh, it's Bill. Okay, no, you guys are up. Michael and Alex. 
All right, Alex, we can't miss this. Um, Jesus Christ, guys. I'd say it's, I mean, like, it's <laughs> Jordan, right, <laughs> Alex? <laughs> That's not where my head was. <laughs> what were you thinking? Bill Russell? <laughs> no, I was thinking Kareem or Wilt. Oh, Kareem or Wilt are both good answers. Um, 15 seconds. I think I like the Kareem. I like the Kareem pick. Um, I think it's Will. You really? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm messed up the last one. So you go. You three, go. You got this. Two, one. Will Chamberlain. Incorrect. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. All right. So we are through two rounds, and Mitch There's and Mark have a 1 0 lead. We're up one. We are now going to my favorite topic of the podcast. This is the worst. We got Twin Peaks trivia. Oh, geez. I feel embarrassed. Alex and Michael, you're starting. No, no, that's not how it works. Alex and Michael are starting. What is Chicago, Illinois? What is the opening track on Twin Peaks album Down in Heaven? Oh, my God. Oh. No. Oh, wait. So Walk to the One You Love is the opening track on um, which album? What is your answer? Alex, you know you know what I'm saying? Or is it... This sucks. Or is it like... No. It is, I, I that, hate it because I'm that. watching Mitch pissed off already. Five, Alex, four, isn't it that? Three, two, yeah, say one. That. Final answer. It, yeah, walk to, one, walk to One You Love. Correct. We're tied at one. Suck it, Mitch. I saw you rocking that chair over in Milwaukee. <laughs> All right. Trash. Here, here, calm down. Settle, right, settle. Milwaukee. Right? Um, Mark okay, and Mitch, we're tied at 1-1. One, one. Your Twin Peaks trivia question. What song opens with the line, can't help but piss all my youth down the well? You gotta hold on to something. You better <laughs> hold on to you say. Three. I don't know what I If I could nail you. All right. What is your answer? <laughs> Stay. You knew it the whole time. You just wanted to sing that. <laughs> That's correct. Two one. Um, all right, all right. How did we both get that? Twin Peaks are the world's greatest band. That's must what it be. Um, let's go to round four. Michael and Alex to start. The category is state capitals. Let's go. What is the <laughs> Milwaukee? What is the capital of Montana? Oh shit, dude! It's oh, it either with an M. It starts with an M. Dude, it's either Missoula or Great Falls for some reason. It's, it's definitely not Great Falls. It's for sure not Great Falls. <laughs> it's for sure Missoula, dude. For it's sure Missoula. Missoula. It's Missoula. It's Missoula. Lock it in. Yep. Incorrect. Mark and Mitch for the steal. Mitch, do you Helena. know your geography? Is that your Helena. final answer? That is correct. Oh, it is Helena. It, it is Helena. It's definitely Helena. It's a 3-1 lead now. Mitch and Mark going into the final question of round four. I've never been great at trivia. Never been great at it. And Mitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now's a, now's a big time. Hold down, children. What is the capital of Alabama? So easy. 
says the guy who just didn't get Helena. Yeah, Michael, Michael shut up. Don't bring us that. Dude, I'm, re- I'm ready for the steal, man. We got to be more confident. No, this one's tough. This one's... Uh, this one's me, actually. Dallas. Uh, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, um, Dude, it's Great Falls. <laughs> Other team, perp, quiet down. I want to say Montgomery. Seven. I'm, six, I'm feeling good about that, man. Five, four, three, two, one. Final answer. Montgomery. That is correct. There's a lot of time. There's still a lot of ball game left, Michael and Alex. I do not want to see you guys getting discouraged. This is what makes the Pineapple Couch trivia so great. We are 4-1, Mitch and Mark, through four rounds. You got to get to 10, so let's move on. Round five, Game of Thrones. Alex and Michael, first question. Who is the king beyond the wall slash leader of the wildings in Game of Thrones? Do you want, um, like, the older leader? Like, the... Because there's... The one when Jon Snow first travels beyond the wall. Yeah. Yeah. He fights Robert Baratheon's... Or, not Robert... The Baratheon Whoa. army. What, you're just giving... Hey, hey, it's hey, not, hey, it's hey, like, well, hey, I'm helping. It's, hey. a, it's a convoluted question. Shut okay, up. I say hints and then point. you say oh, I'm helping. So, okay. His name yeah. starts with an M, Alex. It starts with an M. Missoula. It's like no, it's like <laughs> Matterhorn or like uh Ma, Mad Madney Mad Man. Oh man, man, man Ray like Man Ray Man. Final answer. <laughs> no, no, it's like uh Man. No, it's Man Ray something man. Say something. It's like Say something. Man Rayer or something. Man Ray Man Man Raya Man Raya. That is incorrect. Mark and Mitch. Are you sure? Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. Check your facts. Mans. Oh, by the way. Mitch, I'm convinced it's a trick question. They have no king. That's not, <laughs> but I to say it's not a trick question. Raider. There's no Mance king. Raider, is that your final answer? Yes. Okay, that's correct. Mance Raider. You said Man Ray. It's Mance. I said, I said yeah, Mans Raya. I said Mans Raya. It's Raider. He, knew, he has a C. Yeah, it's still not right. Okay. Here's That's the issue with the snake. Still not right. The issue with the snake is they, they're getting all the best ideas from us, and then they just no. Get I think in the second five they go first. Yes, I agree. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Because that's, that's clearly the issue here. <laughs> but I feel like it would have been better to snake, but okay, we'll do it. Five. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not downing Brian's leadership qualities or you know just overall communication Matt, techniques. Much of an ideal. We're moving on. We'll go first. Five one, Mitch and Mark. This question is for Mitch and Mark, and after this, we will switch up the order. Mitch and Mark will go first, or we could do Snake. Do you guys want to do Snake? No, oh, no, we'll switch it up. Down. We'll switch it up now because we're five. Okay, okay. Yeah. He settled down. Settle down, children. Um, <laughs> this is Game of Thrones. So to take a six-one lead, you know, I you have come to... up with a good idea, and then you just what is downplay the... until Alex says something. Until slow. Alex says something. <laughs> Shut up, Mitch. What is the Lannisters' house slogan? What? That's the uh, stupidest question ever. Every house in Game of Thrones has a slogan. If yeah, you think that a stupid, Lannister always pays his debt, always okay. pays his debt. Okay. Well, thanks for answering it. Six one. I'm just Jeez. saying that was the easiest question so far, Brian. Love it, Mitch. Ooh. I mean, no, you guys have been lighting the first Twin Peaks song. Um. Okay. Round six. Mark Round and Mitch six are one? starting. 
It's six one. Six one. Should we just call it now? I don't think they can catch it. <laughs> this category is Kanye West. What is the name of Kanye's second album? Uh, bullshit. I don't know. Like, was his first album Graduation? I cannot answer any questions. Uh, I'm talking to Mitch. I'm not talking to you, Brian. Chill out. Relax, kids. To think that you think that I know this. Um, if it's not Graduation, I, can't, I just don't know what his first album is. Graduation might be his first album. Four, and if that's his first album, it's six, My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Two, one. Which one do you... Incorrect. Grad- Wait, I didn't even say an answer, but... Okay, yeah. no, go, go. I didn't know. Graduation. Uh, it's not graduation. Um, I shouldn't have said that. But, uh, well, actually, that makes sense. I can't say that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all lost now in what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> who I'm allowed to talk to. Who's talking to me. All right. Alex and Michael for the steal. What is the name of Kanye's second album? Is it College Dropout? Is that your final answer? Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. That's your no. It is not. That is incorrect. So um, it, the answer was. Oh, that's not really disrespectful. Well, I didn't know if you were like floating it up. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're trying our best. Uh, now to uh... wait. The answer was late registration. Yeah, I think we all were trying to say the same album, but we just called it a different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mitch and Mark. No, yeah, this one's, uh, no, this one's to Alex. Goes and, to us, Alex and Michael. No, Sorry. No. Um, no, no, we're not saying no, no. that, though, I thought. It's, no, no, it's we haven't even answered. Yeah. We haven't answered a Kanye question yet. Oh, 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 right, right, right. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, 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 everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone take a chill pill. What is the opening track on The Life of Pablo, Alex and Michael Frank? Yeah, what's that one song? What's that song? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the opening track on... <laughs> Life of Pablo. It was like boom, boom, cat, boom, 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 cat. Boom. Is it yeah, ultra yeah. light beam? <laughs> Dude, that's the only song I can think of. That is correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Six we and two, it. baby. Six and back. That's like when uh, when when you're off, you're cold, and then you hit that first free throw. You gotta see it go through the rim once. You know? That's right. Yeah, there's still hope. Round seven. Yeah. And category. And then you realize you're down forty. Sunny in Philadelphia. Mitch and Mark, what role does Charlie play in the Gang Solves the Gas Crisis episode? Oh, easy. Wild, Wild card. card. Wild card. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was easy. Mike, oh, God damn it. Everyone shut up. It's either too hard <laughs> or too easy. What does the D in the hey, dentist? That, wait, 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 wait. Let's pause it right now. That yeah. would have been your question. Guy, <laughs> <True. All> right? <laughs> That's heavy. So... <laughs> That's heavy. <laughs> Michael and Alex, what does the D in the dentist system stand for? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> it goes. Oh, I got it. Demonstrate value. Correct. Ugh, well done, Michael. Is... Well done. Thank you, Michael. Seven three. Is that yeah? It's seven three. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We are on to round eight, Marvel. Um, Mitch and Mark are starting. What is Captain America's name? Guy. 
Um, dude, I don't know jack about. Yeah, uh, it is a diverse game. I don't want to hear any fucking back talk. <laughs> this is actually you're doing a great job, Brian. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, Mike. <laughs> Just Back shut the question. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, Captain America because Captain he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't correct. have a former name. No, it's correct. something like it's something normal. Correct. Michael and Alex. It is your. No, I know. Mitch. We wouldn't have guessed it though. And so can I just yeah. give you? I, I know his first name. Is that good? No. Yeah. They didn't yeah. even get. They had. They had nothing. I okay. Sorry. Guess. I got man's. I, Wait. I got man's Raider. Okay. And I said man's Raya. Okay. Let so, me just. <laughs> yeah, I do not clarify for the full name, so you are allowed to say the first name. That counts. That his, first name, count. his first name is Steve. Yes, that is correct. Steve Rogers is Captain America. We have a seven to four game. Is a comeback happening, folks? We do not no. know. Mark, I am really shocked you didn't get that answer right. Steve. Let's go to the next one. All right, Michael, this is a big it's one. Us. It's us. And it's Alex. Us. What is the name of Thanos' home planet? <laughs> Thanos is the one with the diamond rings, right? He's got the oh diamond rings. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Michael, think about it this way. You're creating a planet for a supervillain. What would you name it? Yeah, what would it be called? Um, dude, it's... Oh, Nebula. Incorrect. Mark and Mitch. Nebulous. That's his daughter. Oh, shit. Her name is Nebula? Nebula, yes. Yeah. I don't know. That was a good guess, though. Mark, uh, Mitch, what's yours? Mitch, I don't know, man. Dude, I, I have no idea. I'm not Brian, and I don't stay up freaking... I'm honestly disappointing for forgetting Steve. No. That was easy. <laughs> That's fucking... It's Steve. Five Steve. seconds. Um... Mark. Uh, and can that friend be Brian? One second. Final answer. I plead the fifth. All right. You both got that one wrong. Yeah, it is Titan. Oh. They fight Infinity War. That sounds. Um, I thought it was a fake planet. I thought it was for sure a fake planet. I, I've never seen it. When I said Nebula, <laughs> were you in on that? You were like, that's right. Sounded good Nebula's to me. Daughter. Sounded extraterrestrial. <laughs> like um, okay, so it is seven four still. We are going to round nine. College mascots. What is the mascot? And this is starting with Mark and Mitch, right? Yep. What is the mascot for Texas Tech? Uh, Cowboys, I think. Or the Raiders? It might be the Raiders. Give me a final answer. What is the full name of the mascot of oh, the name Texas Tech? Mascot? No, not the name of the mascot. Like what are it's like the Texas Tech what? Fanatic? No, it's not the name of the mascot. The name of their God damn it, you, you're confusing me. You know what I mean? Like the Los Angeles Lakers. What is the name for Texas Tech? Uh I wanna say Raiders. Mark. To the Raiders or the Cowboys? Ah, oh, something like that. Final answer. Raiders, final, final answer. Incorrect. Michael and Alex. Red Raiders. Correct. Boom! It's gotta be Red Raiders. You can't say Raiders. They're the Red Raiders. It's Are not... you kidding me, bro? You gave him Steve. 
Red Raiders. It's 2020. No one calls Texas Tech the Raiders. Are you no kidding one. me? No one calls Texas Tech. Find me the person that calls Texas Tech the Raiders, and we can come back to this. Is the Red Raiders? It is the Red Raiders. It's the Red Raiders. That's what they're called. I got it. I got it. No, ignore it. Don't get angry. If you get angry, they win. All right, shut up. Fuck no. It's eight four. Michael no, seven, and Alex seven, have a no, question. Seven five. It's seven five. Seven five. It was just seven four. It's seven five. Seven five. Okay. You guys are losing. Oh yeah, you are. Sorry. Seven five. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding us. We're shocked. Really also. Fine. Seven five. Goddamn uh, technicality. I'm sorry. It's just it's not easy being in this chair. Sometimes you just gotta make some tough decisions. Um, Michael and Alex, your question is: What is the mascot, or whatever the word you want to call for it, for Oregon State? Oh. oh, the beautiful beavers. Beavers are beautiful beavers. Beavers. <laughs> All right, that's correct. You um, said beautiful beavers. Motherfucker. Seven six. Seven six. Let's go. Come back. The next category is where did that player go to college? Oh. Mark and Mitch. James Harden. Dude, come on. James Harden didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> the Drew League. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I have no idea where he went to college. Give, give, give me a guess. I don't know. Mission. Uh, or what's a. Hometown? <laughs> uh, mission prep? Saddleback? Saddle um, is that your final answer? Mark, it... You want me to just throw out a guess? Yes. I, any idea? Uh, Michigan State. Incorrect. Alex and Michael. Um, he is a Sun Devil reigning from Arizona State University. That is correct. Um, so, Michael, give me the score now. Forkum. 7-7. Seven, seven. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is going to be... It, it was also... Everybody was all pissed at me already. All right. Um, <laughs> what? Is this Where the last round? No, there's more rounds because you have to get to 10 points. Oh, okay. Another story. Is it win by two? Is it win by two? Good question. What do you guys think? It's the first time we're doing it. Should it be win by two? Win by two. Win by two. Okay, win by two. Win by two. Um, well, second win by part... Two. We're first to 17. Okay, that's good. 17 is a holy number. Um, Patrick Mahomes, where did he go to college? Alex and Michael. Michael, I'm pretty sure it's Texas Tech. I, he's, it's definitely Texas. No, no. Isn't it? Is it TCU? No, they're blue. He definitely went to a red school. Dude, I don't know I why. TCU, what are they, the horns? No, they're, they're purple. Yeah, they're purple. Yeah, they're purple. I, he didn't go to Florida? No, it's Texas. It's, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Texas. I just put I that in Yo, you go. I believe in you. I believe in you. Okay. I am going with Texas Tech. Correct. Yeah. Two Texas Tech, Ryan. Let's go. And you're... Eight, seven. You guys are so goddamn critical. Um, next round, who is who? Starting with Mitch and Mark. Who is the guitarist of The Who? Pete Townsend. Done. Correct. Nice, Mitch. Proud of you. Eight, so it's 8-8? Eight, eight? Yeah. Eight, eight. Guy. 
just like so annoyed. <laughs> that was so fast. Um, this that was game has been Steve. an emotional Dude, we journey. We gave him Steve. Yeah, was... we gave him Steve, bro. If we lose because of Steve, I'm Dude, not going to. You guys, you guys create any excuse to blame on me if you lose. It was also, I, it was also like seven to already. one. It was seven to one. Michael, we got an NBA. Um, <laughs> Alex and Michael, what is the name of the lead singer of Guns N' Roses? This is how big my brain is, bitches. I know all these answers. I don't know. Um, Alex, you got anything? No, my dad's going to beat the shit out of me after this. It's um, nice. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> Heavy stuff. It's true. He's going to be so disappointed as a father. Um, I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Guns N' Roses is led by none other than Frontman. I don't know. I don't know. Mark and Mitch. Dear Mr. Cantor, it is... Don't, are you uh, looking at a phone? What are you looking at? What are you no, looking I'm at? Picking, okay, he's fine. I just got I'm respecting the integrity of the game. Don't you want to commission You can look at George while I do it. Wait, wait. What is the name, Mitch? Who is the name of the lead singer? Let me talk to you about this It's a last name which shares the name of the damn band. Guns and Roses. Senor Axel Rose. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Michael, what's the score? Because I completely nine, have no idea now. They're, they're up 9 8 now. You still All right. Talk about it, Mark? No. Oh, wow. you got it. Round 12. Okay. So if question. Mitch and Mark steal, so Mitch and Mark are first, correct? Correct. If they get um, this question right, they win. No rebuttal? I mean, it would win be by a two. Point no lead. rebuttal. Win by two. Two. Okay. Okay. Right? It's 9 8. Yeah, this yeah. is correct. Round 12, category, when did it release? Mitch and Mark, to win the game. 1972. When <laughs> did the Wii release? I'm not going to put Exile on Main Street. When, what year did the Nintendo Wii release? I'm thinking like 2006. That was a World Cup year. So... I heard a little whisper in the I back. I heard some whispering. I heard a whisper in the back. Haley is allowed to be on Mark's team. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I didn't hear anything she said, if that means anything. Not allowed to cheat, but she could be on the team. <laughs> I'm thinking, let's, let me, let me go back. What age was I? I was like, I'm thinking like 2006. Give me your final answer. It was before graduating high school. Three, two, two hear the whisper? 2007. Final answer. Incorrect. Alex and Michael. To Kaylee, t- shut up. Kaylee, you're just fucking with me now. Dude, immediately, I thought 2006. All right, we're locking in. 2006. That is correct. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Mark, that was so painful. I wanted you to say 2006. and then I was trying to think it out, and then I was trying to think what uh, age I was. Got too, I was. You got to uh, it. We are tied at 9-9. We are going into overtime, folks. Here. Bitch, that's <laughs> when I need you to believe in me. That's when I need you to believe in me. Another page of questions. So Mark, the, wow. to think that Nintendo would do anything on an odd year is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's huge. Um... Okay, we're going to go to... They're all sans serif. 
We're right. going to go general TV show questions for this next round. I'm kind of making them up as we go along because I don't have wait, these whoa, whoa, questions whoa, wait, in category. Wait, don't we have a don't we have a, a win question? Oh, we do. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You do. Um, when did it release? Alex and Michael. It's tied 9-9. When did the PS2 release? Fuck. Dude, so it's early 2000s. Or late, or late, or late nineties. <laughs> it's like, dude, I think it's like two thousand and two, or like PlayStation Two came out. Cause oh, like, man. oh no, play, oh PlayStation Two. Oh, so maybe. I maybe, feel like maybe, I, I think two thousand and three or four, maybe. Four, three. I think two thousand three. One incorrect, Mitch and Mark. Uh, we're not choosing another odd year, Mark. <laughs> I say, I say, two thousand two. Okay. You feel good about that? This will be brutal. Or as good or, as I will ever feel. I'm thinking two thousand one. I say we go back odd. <laughs> oh, two thousand one's a call. Yeah. Okay. Two thousand one. Final answer. Another tough, tough moment for Mark. The answer was two thousand. <laughs> it's what? It's 2000. It's 2002. It's no, 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. He's one off again. Oh, okay, okay. I'm fine. As long as it's 2002, we're yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so what happens now? It's, Does it go nine, back nine. to us going first? It's 9-9. Nine, nine. Yeah, you guys are going first now, and we'll snake for the rest oh, of the Oh, snake. Yeah, I'm happy now. Demo. I feel good about the snake. We need uh, this, Alec. I'm trying to pull up some questions here. Um, let's go. What is this, TV? Shut the fuck up. This is going to be NBA we're going to do. Hey, guess who owns the NBA? What's up? Who's first this round? Alex and Michael? (laughs) We are, yes. Alex and Michael. Who leads the NBA, or who has the most deals in NBA history? (laughs) Jeff Robbins. (laughs) Dude, that's tough. Um... Like Gary Payton or something? Yeah, I was thinking Gary Payton or... Who's another person? Oh, dude. No, it's I think it's John Stockton. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's John Stockton. All right. John, John Stockton. Lock it in. Correct. Boom! 10-9, nice Michael and Alex. To Mitch and uh, Mark. <sighs> Who has the most points scored in NBA playoff history? Jordan. Is that your final answer? It was just in the dock. He scored 60 or 63. It's not in a, like it's in a, total, in a total of their entire playoffs. Who has the most points scored? It's not just like one game. Oh, or something. Get, oh dude. I've clarified. You can't complain. That's got to be like. I feel like it's still got to be Jordan or like LeBron. Lock in an answer. Jordan. Incorrect. Alex and Michael. All right, Michael. So it's definitely going to be Kareem or Bill, right? Yeah. I think it's Kareem. I think it's also Kareem. Uh, Final answer, Kareem for the win. Incorrect. LeBron James. Oh, what's up? Mitch Stone's in here. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch, I thought Mitch was going to sweep the NBA right there. I was like, holy shit, he's going to do it because he said it. Um, 
All right, moving oh, on damn. to our next Dude, round. It's longevity, not scoring are... 40 again. God. Oh, so, but we're up 10 9. You're up 10 9. So, and who starts first this round? Mitch and Mark, right? We do. Yeah, okay. Um, that, we should have had that, Alex. Two South Park questions coming up. Mitch and Mark, the first question you have What is Randy Marsh's profession in South Park before he starts selling weed? Uh, yes. He's a j- Wait, what is he? Mitch, I didn't hear you. Selling weed? It's yeah. either he's a geologist, a farmer, or uh, he's Lord. No, he's a geologist. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if, if Brian's doing a tricky uh, like. Not yeah, a di- no, no, no. I think it's a geologist. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's ten ten. What is the name of Randy's weed farm in South Park, Alex and Michael? <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I've I have no never, idea. I've never watched South Park. I have no clue. Oh, my God. I've never watched the NBA. This was like so unfortunate. Should have went with LeBron. Just just yeah. give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah, let him do it. Tegrity? Tegrity Farms? Correct. We are at 11 <laughs> What is Tegrity Farms? <laughs> I got to go to the garden. Okay. Mike's got to do the garbage. Alex, you're on your own to end this game. That's a tough look. Um, <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. How does someone have to do the garbage in the middle of yeah. trivia? It's tough, right? When it's tied. Guys, can we all just look at this wait, wait, wait. that Michael Frank has with the family? It's going to me all night. <laughs> okay. Um, Mitch and Michael, Mitch and Mark starting, or Alex and Michael are starting this one, right? Uh, yeah. Considering my partner has left, it is it is me. I don't. I don't think we should start the question. You know, we could we could add a little. I'm fine waiting. I'm fine we're waiting. Also, we're also up one, and we here he is. Here he oh, is. he's back. He's back. He's back. All right. Thank you for staying on, folks. I needed to grab a charger for my computer. Oh, okay. So, we thought you said you were taking out the garbage. garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taking out the garbage. <laughs> okay. Next category <laughs> is. 80s band names. Yeah. Great. Great. Who starts this round? I, I forget every single we time. Do. Us. Um, and we are up one. Who, so. wrote, who performed this song? Oh, Give God. me some water. Can you repeat the question? Give who wrote this and performed the song? Give me some water. I need some water. Hmm. Yeah, see... Because Mitch got it. Mitch got it earlier when he did that with Twin Peaks. Water, water, water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Don't go chasing, chasing water. water. Uh, so give me some water. We did. We need it. Um, Michael, do you have any idea, or are we just going? <laughs> we're flying solo here. We're basically flying solo, dude. Immediately when I think of '80s, I think Depeche Mode, Duran Duran. Is that uh, anything? <laughs> Flock of Seagulls. Can't guess two bands. That's, that's, <laughs> less, that's less than. Nothing. I was thinking Def Leppard. Final answer. So Three. we're on a, we're on different Two. wavelengths. One, give me Def some. Leppard. Incorrect. Mitch Mark. I don't know. I have oh. no idea. No idea. All right, we're gonna move on then. The correct Wait. answer to what? What? Yeah, what was it? What was it? I'm gonna tell you. Sorry. <laughs> Eddie Money. Ah oh, shit. All right, Wait. Mitch and Mark, you're starting. Eddie Money. Eddie Money was the answer to Wait, that. are they up one right now? Like, is this game point? This is game this point. Is game point. 11-10. The song, Centerfold. What band? For the win. 
Mitch, you got anything in there? It. It. Hmm. All right. Five. It sounds like a scorpion song. Incorrect. Michael and Alex, do you have any idea? Uh, centerfold. Oh, uh, centerfold. <laughs> yeah, centerfold. just say it differently. It'll come to you. Centerfold. Uh, who was big in the '80s, Alex? Can you give me some bands, real quick? Uh, I don't. Just I, I think that we both don't know. R.E.M. Duran. Okay, no, no. I'm gonna move. No, on. no. I know it. I know it. It's um. It's a Blondie. No, it is uh the Jay Giles band. He recently passed away. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. My Next second guess. Question. Mark, this is going to be football. Football. Who is starting? Um I think it's uh, them. They are. Who has who has won wait, let me get the give him a hard one of the question. Which NFL team has been to the most Super Bowl? Five. Got Brady's got five rings. Three. San Francisco. Two. I say we say Patriots. No, it's not the final answer. On you, Mitch. Final answer. That was it. 49ers, final answer. Incorrect. Alex and Michael. Dude, isn't it the Packers? Oh, I was thinking uh, Pittsburgh. I was just thinking because of Lombardi. Green Bay. Like, it's named after him. True. That's a fact. They must have won it a bunch. <laughs> Say Ben to the most. Ben to the most Super Bowls. Five. Go ahead, Michael. You call it out. I'm doing Four. it. Packers. I guess no one can really appreciate greatness right in front of their eyes because of the fucking New England Patriots. Mitch, you almost what? won the game. Dude. I said Patriots. That's the only team you I can't just, you, I can't accept it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking to Mitch. I'm talking to Mitch. Oh. I'm saying I said Patriots. I know nothing about football. Yeah. That was just a blind guess. Okay, moving on. <laughs> My brain is mush. I know. Mine is too, and I'm trying to think of these damn questions. All right, we got trivia movies. This is going to be movies to end. Um. Who's up first? Uh, Alex, Alex and Michael. Michael. <laughs> what was the Morgan Freeman's <laughs> character's name in The Dark Knight? Alexa, shut up. <laughs> Morgan so, Freeman's uh, character name in The Dark Knight? Yes. It sounds like more like a comic book question. Yeah. Oh my God, this, this is um, not a dude, hard he played. Dude, Give he played... They might know it. It's like a significant part of the movie where they like his name is. Give it is to in... me. <laughs> Give, it... Give it to me. All right, Michael and Alex, last chance. Give it to me. G- Give us a second. His his name is. Um... Yeah, we're about to I... lose. 
Give us one second. Just give us a second. <laughs> We're about to lose. Five yeah. seconds. So okay. Um, four. Mr. Rogers. No, no, it's not that. It's um. Mitch is can taste victory. He's about to just explode. Let's go, Mitch. Let's go. <laughs> two. Oh give me. I got to get a final answer, gentlemen. Michael, go ahead. He's he's um. He's the oh he's the he's the mayor. I don't. Care. I don't the mayor. Okay. No, he's, not. he's the commander. He's the commander. <laughs> that the, the commander. That, not, that does not really. Yeah. Have- yeah. His name. <laughs> Detect- the commander detective guy. His name is his name is uh Steve. Steve. Commander Jesus Christ. Commander G- Garvey. Mitch and Mark for the win in the first ever edition of Pineapple Couch Trivia. For the win, and let me just say, boys, it's been a, a real treat. Oh god. Uh, not only see me and my good pal Mark take the victory, but also triumph. Better get this question a, right. A triumph over the white man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and and as fuck? Morgan Freeman in Batman would also, you know, be on my side. But this uh, answer the Fox, question. Three, Senor Fox. Senor. What is his first name? That doesn't count. Whoa! Whoa! whoa. Okay, so we need Steve. And then we need. No, that's true. I can't. But this, this is to win the I whole thing. Well, every point is just. What was his first? Lucifer. What? What is it? Oh, Lucius Fox. Lucius. Correct. You guys yeah. win. That's I it. Thought it was, I was thinking. I was thinking Scott, Lucifer do, for some reason. Brian, I said the answer, and you're trying oh, to take my fire shut. away. <laughs> this um, congratulations to Mick and Mark, Mitch and Mark. This is actually a very. I mean, Michael and Alex made a real comeback there. I, I like the. Don't be too we were, down, guys. We were guys, worried for a second. It was. We it had was, LeBron James yell at me. Um, yeah, I feel a little embarrassed. Yes. I just want to give a quick shout out to the folks of Montana. Like, I oh, know yeah. that a good portion of the listeners are from there, and I, I, I'm sorry that I disappointed you. <laughs> the Montana listeners, they're quite rowdy. Um, thank you guys all so much for coming on today, Mark and Mitch. We will talk to you next week to. Defend your crown. Alex and Michael, we will talk to you next week, regardless, talking some basketball. Um, I thank you guys so much for coming on. This was fun. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, everyone. Congratulations, Congrats, Brian. Brian. Congratulations. It, it must feel good. Man, this, this, um, I got to say, the ending of a trivia podcast is like kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Jordan, dude. I hate losing. I hate it. <laughs> Oh man! I'm like Jordan. I love winning. <laughs> this this might be a future rivalry. The pineapple couches unearths who unearths. I don't know. Um, anyone have oh. any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I got one thing. Um, Great. Will you, to say. Will, you, will you be providing the victory belt, or is that something that me and Mark have to get? In this yeah, belt? just send me the receipt, and I'll match it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, very good, thank very you good. guys for coming on. Alex, Michael, Mark, Mitch, always a pleasure. Have a good one. Later. See you later. Bye, everyone. And this has been episode 25 of the Pineapple Couch. Thank you for everyone for listening, and thanks to the guys for coming on. I hope you enjoyed this, and this is the first time we've done trivia or something like that, so uh, it'll get better as we go along. Again, thanks so much for listening. I'm B-Rob. Have a good one. Thank you.